live from 13 Acres. Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. Y'all can find this on all your favorite major platforms like iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, all that stuff. And a bunch of little ones, too. But if you can't find the show and you want to listen to it on your player, hit me up at media at fortworthroots.com. Email me and tell me, hey, I like this podcast player. And I'll put it out there. I'll get it on the thing. It's really not that complicated. So, um but thank you for being here. This is not your typical episode on Fort Worth Roots. We went down to Austin to kind of catch up with some old guests and make some new friends. And so I got on Airbnbs trying to find a good spot. And I wandered across this thing called 13 Acres Tribe or 13 Acres Resort. And uh, it's out in Dripping Springs area off of uh, Highway 12. And it was cheap. And I'm cheap, so we did it, but I'm so glad that we did. I took a tent out there, and I drug Lucas Peterson, a, a guy that's been on the show multiple times, and I asked him to co-host this uh, all weekend. So this is kind of the start of a, a three-episode uh, series with us down there in the Hill Country. And we just did some relaxing, caught up with some old friends, and uh, made a, a few new ones along the way. And this episode right here is uh, with with a gentleman that is helping to uh, modify and enhance the experience down there at 13 Acres. And uh, he's doing some incredible stuff. He's doing it from all the right places. And in the second half of this recording, uh, we'll let you hear a little bit about what he's got going on and, and what his intentions are. Uh, the first half of this episode, uh, all the way up to minute mark 35, is just me and Lucas talking about where we're at, what we're doing there at the campsite. So, But then, hey, we get our guest today for this episode on at minute mark about 35. And uh, he's got some great knowledge that he drops on us. It's just nice to be around positive people doing positive things and that guy's just got his head in a good space so really glad that we had the opportunity to hang out with this dude and uh at the end of this episode i'm going to include a voicemail that i got left mp3 style sent to the email media i'm always asking people to do this and finally i got <laughs> i got one person to do it so thank you lucas for sending in this uh little mp3 style voicemail and i'm going to play that at the end of the episode for you guys um Thank y'all so much for being here. Uh, I, we had a lot of fun with this one. I hope you enjoy it too. And uh, in the following weeks, we've got Michaela Watson, uh, an artist out of Orb Recording Studios, and Andrew and Janet Green from Hawk Therapy uh, out of Bee Cave, just on the west side of Austin. Uh, psychotherapists that are running their own practice, and uh, we've had them on multiple times too. It's just that this was a fun trip, and I, I really hope y'all enjoy it because I'd like to do this again. I'd like to go more places. This is supposed to be a mobile podcast, so why can't we travel? We should. We should be doing this. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here. Give it up for my co-host, Lucas Peterson, and our guest today, Jeremy Coaster. Let's start the show. Perfect. 
Ah. That's the vibe. 13, right there. 13 Acres. Hello, 13 Acres. It's the name of the place. <laughs> <laughs> and we are the nerdiest nerds in the whole nerd world, sitting here recording in our ridiculously oversized eight-person tent. <laughs> but don't be alarmed. We, we, we're in the, uh, the patio area. And I'll be posting pictures on the uh, the video of our hotel tent tent hotel. Yeah, there's bugs trying to leave our patio. Dumbass. Did we already develop a uh, infestation or a smell? Probably. We haven't we haven't been here long enough to have a smell. So we got here last night at probably what ten thirty. It was about that time. Yeah. So we get here about ten thirty. We start dragging all our gear downhill to the one campsite that they've got here at 13 acres but there's a sign in front of us that has an arrow pointing down a trail that says camping so there may be other campsites but this is the only covered camping site and it's got power which is fortunate yeah so we get here at 10 30 and we unbox a what's the brand name magellan a magellan uh tent eight person tent in the dark with no lights other than a headlamp and a flashlight. And an iPhone. Yeah. From time to time. And it easily took us half an hour to set this bitch up. Oh, it was longer than half an hour. <laughs> you think so? Yes. I should have taken a picture when we were done. <laughs> you know what? But like like you said last night, now that we know how to set the damn thing up, it'd probably take 10 minutes max. With staking it all down, putting the poles in. Yeah. I don't think 10 minutes. So I... R- if we... If our estimate right there is correct, got here at 10.30, I looked at my phone not too far after that, and it was 12.10. Not too far after when we were done. I'm so hoping... I'm that's hoping almost two hours. Surely not. Uh, God bless. Well, <laughs> we were both out of our minds frustrated. We were keeping our composure very well. We didn't snap at each other. I wasn't frustrated. Yeah, nobody vo- Okay, it was just me then? Yeah. <laughs> but Dude, I was ready to explode. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's actually interesting because the nice part about that is I didn't sense it at all. That's good. I yeah. was just like, I'm going to follow you around and um, stay out of your way. And if you need a hand, a help, then I'm right there. Yeah. Otherwise, if you need a light, otherwise, yeah. mind my own. Well, Take some pictures of you doing this shit. We, we got it done, <laughs> which are up now. Cause you're <laughs> share those photos with me, and I'll put them on the video. Yeah, it was. I don't. I don't really know what we're doing here because I don't. This isn't a normal episode. So I think what we need to do, and I told you we're going to keep this short this morning, so that yes. we're not sitting here like nerds for two hours. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I know I don't care either. But do like a uh, kind of an all weekend thing. So we do our little initial recording here, talking about setting up the camp and the fun. Uh, announce our intentions for the weekend and then we can kind of as the weekend progresses and then I can do a Lucas and Andrew camping trip recording podcast tour 2021 so our intention was first of all to just get out of town yep and then we contacted some old friends some, some people that have been on the show before down here in Austin by the way we are off of we're in between Dripping Springs and um, Bee Cave off of, what is that, 12? Yes, that sounds Highway, right. Highway 12 or Farm to Market 12 or... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, one of the 12s. <laughs> We're not too far from that. And this little campsite, this 13-acre 
campsite sits down in kind of a, a valley and there is no wind last night there's still no wind you're right yeah, yeah. i mean it's amazing very I, very windless dude i can't even see across and see any wind on the trees you know this is great audio but you can't see any trees moving way across there either yeah like up on the ridge yeah it's just I mean and there's not a cloud in the sky it's absolutely perfect it's got to be like 71 degrees Mm -hmm. sorry yeah okay rabbit hole aside go on anyway our intention is this weekend (laughs) yes basically I just want to hang out relax chill recoup because you and I both have busy full time jobs that are stressful and so this is this weekend is about just enjoying nature and <laughs> like we're way out in the middle of nowhere. I know we're not really. Listen, but. folks, we're surrounded by trees. Yeah, I mean, I can I can still hear cars running down twelve, but yeah, like I can really hear a car. Yeah, with the cans on, I can still hear it. So I wonder. We're close to civilization, but we got trees around us. Yeah, we're in a tent, looking at these um beautiful. God, they got to be a few million dollar, million dollar houses. Oh, I guarantee it. That neighborhood over there. Just a regular ass house down here. Ridiculous. Is, yeah, close to a million. Yeah. Just for a basic 2,000 square foot brick home. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah. So, that is our... We had a great breakfast. Did have a good breakfast. Same place. Same place we ate the last time. I'm sorry, your pancakes weren't as good as last time. Y- yeah, you know what? That's okay. It's going to be okay. hit or miss, though. Yeah. These things I'm, are going to happen. I'm still uh, over the moon at them the first time. So, I would I would go back. I would go back tomorrow. <laughs> maybe not order the pancake. Yeah, maybe not. But the omelet was pretty good. I like yeah. the omelet. Yeah. Cheese and egg. Oh, Can't mess that up. That coffee... I mean that we're still drinking. Yeah, was not bad. Amazing. I gotta have my coffee, Lucas. I'm, I'm digging it. I was looking at coffee stuff whenever you were trying to pick out a sleeping bag. I was looking at like coffee things, but it just seemed like a huge commitment. Oh, like to make out here? Well, we had packed your car with my shit at the house before we left for Academy, and I just about filled that Joker up. The Megan Mazda was full. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for those of you listening and not looking at the video or any of the pictures, this tent, just so you know, has the main body, right, which is equipped to handle eight people, allegedly. I would not try to put more than four people in there. No. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, maybe eight of me. My $80 tent. <laughs> it is pretty crazy you can get something this size for 80 bucks. This is, uh, dude, I tell, I'm telling you, if you would have asked me how much this thing costs, I would have told you like three fifty, four hundred dollars $400. I mean, I know little to nothing about tents, but so 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 people that are listening and not looking, the volume of this tent you could absolutely, definitely, if you took the walls out, park a full size car in here. No. Yes, absolutely. Look how wide it is. You could park my Acura. You're right. Actually, no, you you are not wrong. Okay, one hundred percent, you're not wrong. That's pretty damn big, dude. Yeah, it, you're right. I didn't even think about it that way. I think with room to spare, it's it's so long. What if you parked your tent in a, your car in a tent? Why would you do that? I don't know. Because you're high. 
you're high on cocaine or <laughs> you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna park my car in my tent <laughs> i love the question why would you do that like the instant retort why would you do that why would you do that i don't know because you could <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna have to watch you dude <laughs> oh my god lucas why did you do that fill in the situation i don't know i mean this door is not good enough wide enough but I'm not saying, yeah, if you'd have to remove this wall to get a car in there. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, the the the, the square, the perimeter, the, the volume. Yes. You I could see. fit a car in here. And then some. Yeah. You, you'd have, I mean, there'd be room above and on the sides. Oh, yeah. It's big. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a nice tent. Okay, so now we're going to enjoy a little bit of our morning, make sure everything's charged up, because we were going to video this, and I realized the GoPro's dead. Yep. That happens. I'm okay with that. In the outdoors. I'm glad it happened here, not Andrew and Jana. Yeah. So that will be our next stop. Andrew Andrew and Jana, we're going to go to their office, do a quick recording, catch up with some good friends. And then who knows? We're we're keeping it loose. No stringent plans. And Jana of, what's the name of their? Uh, Hawk Therapy. Hawk Therapy. That's uh, right. I'm so excited to meet them. Oh, yeah. I'm... I've I've been dying from Morgan to meet them too because they're they're just awesome people. Well, how many times have you had them on three? <laughs> they've been on, they've been on three times already. Three times, yeah. I think I and those were some of the episodes that like I didn't want to end. I'm going to tell you, yeah, blunt, like yeah. yeah, I didn't want them to end. I was like, no. And then when you had them back again, because I don't I don't know your fucking schedule, obviously, but I was like, yo, what? Huh? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I'm a, I'm gonna be a little fanboy. Well, you know, I was Kinda. thinking about that on the way here because you were you were talking about the the different episodes and the different things that had happened, and I'd bring something up, and you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I remember that." And I'm like, "What is he talking? What does he mean he remember?" Because I'd be just telling you a thing about something in a story, and you'd be like, "Oh yeah, you talked about this in episode such and such." So while you've been like a great companion through the podcasting, and an excellent friend, and and somebody with knowledge inside the podcast arena that I leaned on heavily for information. You have become my number one fan. <laughs> do you know that? I get to do both. You're like, you I never miss it. an episode. <gasps> no. No. You sent me a video... Uh, audio. Or, excuse me, an audio recording. I've been begging people to do that since, I think, episode one. I'm not the first one to do that. No, I? Cody did it. Oh, Cody yeah, yeah, did yeah. It. But Cody... That was great. Cody did it a very cheap way. He sent an audio of a voicemail I left him. Oh, yes. That's right. And that, I, that shit was funny. It was funny, but he he was like, "You won't you won't put this on your podcast because you sound like an absolute asshole." And I was like, "Yeah, if people take it out of context, but what you got to remember is I've known Cody since middle school. We yeah. talked to each other like any any two dudes that have known each other for a long time, just busting each other's balls nonstop." And I do. I sound like an absolute asshole in that recording, and I can't remember what episode that was. <laughs> it was a while know. back. It was a while back. But yeah. so, so you're the first person to actually record yourself and send it in. All right. Well, so. the rest of you listening right now, guarantee you at the end of this episode, <laughs> Mr. Turner over here is going to give you a fucking <laughs> spiel every time. So if you want him to keep giving you the spiel, which he's going to anyway, let's be honest. But record you know, your if shit, enough people do send it, it in. the you know the the recordings will just. Yeah, I don't have to bring it up anymore because yeah. there'll be a recording at every at the end of every episode. At least one person. That's true. Took, the, eventually, there could be like a whole fucking like thirty minute segment at the end of every episode. That'd be awesome. That would I, be cool. I just think it'd be it'd be cool to like just get the little tidbits of somebody's day, even if it's just like a minute. Yeah. You know, hey, I just got done listening to the episode. Love it. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Love the guests, Shaq Mac, Ruby Weston, whatever, whoever the hell it is. 
Who yeah. cares? Yeah, that would be really sick. Um, episode one, I'm talking to uh, DNL and Grant, uh-huh. my buddies, and I'm telling them like, you know, I want this to be a community, like, and I don't know what kind of warm, gooey shit I was going for when I said that, but I, what I meant was I want to interact with people through yeah. the show. I don't want to just talk to them. I want them to talk back. Yeah. And that's a good way to talk back. That'd be the best way to talk back. Literally. I mean, you're not going to return. I mean, talk back. Well, yeah. To them at the Email moment. Email them back or talk yeah. talk about what they said in that episode or something. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Just send me a recording. What are you waiting for? Every phone's got it. <laughs> send me an MP3 format to media at com. There it is. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> oh. Roll the jingle. I'm happy to be here, man. This, this is, is fun. A, this is awesome. This is cool. Now, next time, we're going to like the deepest, most remote part of the Canadian wilderness. Dude, that's... I got to share that story. Sometime this weekend, I'll share that story where mm. the guy in northern Minnesota called me a douchebag for coming on this camping, with air quotes, Fuck that trip. guy. Tell me the story. <laughs> we were... So, we, this was just a couple weekends ago, and I was talking about this trip, and we're at the bar. This bar we go to you're, every you're year. You're in Minnesota. Yep. Okay. 20 miles, not 20 minutes, but about 20 miles from the Canadian border. It would okay. take you a lot longer because it's very wooded and there's lots of lakes up there. But really close to Canada. It's in an area called the Boundary Waters Canoe Area. It's very, very remote. Like, there's not a lot of people. You can go out there and lose cell service. You know, it's very remote. And so we're at the bar go up there for this uh, blueberry beer run every year with a couple friends of mine and I'm talking to Dan and there's this other girl who was there at the bar and we're all talking and she had just come back from five days of which like three or four of them she didn't eat. Five days camping? Five days camping. Why was she not eating? Uh, She was just doing it. She literally went on the camping trip to try to do uh, I think she said a 72 hour fast. Oh shit. That'd be what three days? How dangerous is that, though? I, mean, I don't know. You're, you're exerting yourself. You're. I, that's what she said. The hardest thing the was, elements. which I learned, what that word is that what? I'm now blanking on because the delete button is on the permanent press, like <laughs> yours. Um, hold on, I'll think. Uh, what, 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 oh, what, fuck. What, what are you trying to describe? When you carry a canoe from one place to another. Hard work. <laughs> yeah. Well, that too. <laughs> Bad idea. <laughs> Get, get a dolly for get it. A, get a canoe dolly. Is that <laughs> okay. the word? No. <laughs> There's a fucking word. Traversing. No. But that'd be a that'd be a good word. Traversing via under the canoe. Some uh, traversing <laughs> the terrain via under the canoe. Is that wor- God make that a word. It. Shit, I can't think of the word. Whatever. Anyway, moving on. So she said <laughs> that was the one thing she was worried about, and that turned out to be the one thing that really pushed her to her limit. Like doing expending the energy doing that so anyway we're having this great conversation with her and i'm asking her all these questions because megan does fasting as well but and she's she, the longest she was, she'll do was she with you no no okay, she was okay. not up there but the longest megan will do i think is like 48 or or 60 hours or That's something like that that is a, a long time 16 hours is my limit and so then i need a biscuit <laughs> i tell this girl <laughs> i'm like oh that's awesome you know i'm i'm i've never been camping before but my friend and Andrew are going camping in um, in Austin, Texas, in just a couple weekends. And, you know, we rent, he got this Airbnb that has a camp seat, he, or campsite, he bought a tent, I got to go buy a sleeping bag. Guy to my right, these guys are on my left, guy to my right goes, you're going camping in Texas for the first time and you're doing it in an Airbnb? 
you fucking douchebag. I didn't know this guy. <laughs> We're sitting there drinking our this beer. Is Minnesota? Yes. Oh, I Usually, everybody from Minnesota are just the nicest people ever. Or passive as gr- passive aggressive as hell. Yeah. So this guy kind of like I was a little taken aback, but I, I, I'm not easily offended. It takes a lot to bother me. Yeah. So I was just like, eh, whatever. But it was. It, it turned out to be a, a decent conversation. I I just opened it up. I was like, okay, well. Oh, tell you me, ended up talking tell me about to yourself. Him. Oh yeah. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. I'll just turn it around on you. Tell me about yourself. Why do you think that? What what experience do you have? I mean, he's the guy... This is the same guy who insulted me. Well, he didn't insult me, but insulted the fact that I asked the, the bar lady if there was still walleye left, um, and if he liked the walleye there, and he goes, I don't buy walleye. I catch it. <laughs> so, I was like... Okay. Dude, So, ladies and gentlemen, nice. let's not judge Minnesotanites. <laughs> no, no, Minnesotians. no. Yes, Minnesotans. 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 That sounds... That sounds Minnesotian. Yeah. <laughs> he, I, let's I, not judge them by this walleye-catching asshole. I know. Walleye-catching, camping, Because he, what he sounds like is somebody that's really trying to play the I'm a bigger man card. He, and I don't buy that. You know me. Well, I'm like, okay. Yeah. You, you can be. Knock yourself out, Go man. Go for it. Okay. You win. Yeah. What, what do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> Unless this is Squid Games. You don't want the guy taking all your marbles. Yeah. But I might beat him at Squid Games. Have you seen Squid Game? Yep. Oh, dude. We, we can't... You can't divulge that, though. You got to put, like, a little spoiler alert there. <gasps> oh, wait. Well, no. Did I... Mean, I, that, no, I didn't, you didn't spoil anything, right? Anything. No. Okay, no. we're good. I was yeah. just warning you. Spoiler alert. Yes. Squid so, Games is pretty cool. Whatever. This dude was... Squid Games is awesome. <laughs> I bet Squid Games will come up a few times. Um, it was fu- it, it was still a fun weekend. Don't get me wrong. That was... We only go up there one night. I fl- I take a th- two and a half hour flight to drive for five hours to spend one night in Canada with two friends. Oh my God, it's one night? To drink beer, to drive five There's hours no back the next morning to take a two and a half hour flight home. <clears throat> no, if Walleye Guy was going to get on to you about anything, it should have been that. <laughs> dude, I, I don't mind traveling. I like traveling. But dude, if I'm going to put in the work, I'm staying for a minute. Well, Which is why I took Friday off. I know. Yeah, today's Friday, by the way, folks. It is, and we should be at Came work Thursday. We are playing hooky. Yeah, I have Friday. I have today and Monday off. I yeah, was like, I need that. Well, and I you're an animal. I I can't do that. You're, you're an animal for taking your time off. Well, I t- well, <laughs> am I? I my manager. He doesn't listen to these fucking podcasts. He wants to be on the show, but he doesn't want to listen to the podcast. I can't even get him to like the page. What the hell, George Torres? <laughs> Just out him. Wait, wow. <laughs> I did it. I said his name because there are other people that know that dude that listen to the podcast. Like, there's one George Torres in all of Fort Worth. Well, there's one George Torres that I work with. <laughs> what no, if there there, was there's two? a there's a ton of George Torres. Yes, that's like the Hispanic version of Andrew Turner. It's a very common oh, name. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's something you got to be careful about in my line of work too, because we've got so many customers I deal with, and there's like. A hundred thousand Juan Gonzalez's Gonzalez's Gonzalez Gonzalez's Gonzalez's. I think so. That sounds like you're having a seizure at the end, though, eh. or a, sh- a mini stroke. Yeah. Gonzalez's. That's just, it's just yeah. too many zizz. <laughs> too many zizz. Too many zizz. That's like another T-shirt quote. <laughs> too many zizz. We should sell T-shirts. Do I? I feel more like I do now. What do you mean? That's that's a saying. From the first trip oh, we yeah. did in Minnesota. 
So I, walk me through. How does that work? So the listeners haven't heard the story um, yet. Well, we just go up there, and we the very first time we did this, I was a last-minute invite. Dan and Jerry were going, and they were like, hey, do you want to come along? And I was like, absolutely. And so we drive up to, like I said, Ely, Minnesota, almost Canada, drink some... I don't even drink that much beer, but the fact that they put blueberries in this beer Whoa. is alluring. Well, it's out. good. No, no it's good, sir. I'll drink good. a White Claw, but don't tell me it's a beer and put blueberries uh, in it. <laughs> come along some here. Or I could bring oh, I'll some come, back, Yeah, dude, I'll go, but we're staying for more than a day. Yes. Everybody else can go home. We're staying for... If I go that far up, we're it's three or four days at least. We're talking about... So this, this was the eighth year. We're talking about in a couple years doing a bigger trip and going for... You know, three or four days, maybe, maybe getting a cabin and actually making it official. Because Jerry's got a boat, we could go walleye fishing. And whoa, what are we beeping? I don't know. Something's gonna blow. It's gonna Not burn. Our equipment man. is it? I don't know. We're still recording. Okay. Well, we're good. Okay. But that's about all there is to walk through on that. We just no, do it every year. You, you didn't tell the story though about the guy in the quote. That, that, okay, that's a pretty sorry. funny quote. Yeah, we were driving home the very first year, and excuse me, literally, that's what he said. He just out of the middle of nowhere. It was just like, you know, guys, I feel more like I do now. And Dan and I are like, what? You know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what, Jerry? Logistically, that sentence doesn't make a lot of sense, but it kind of sounds beautiful. It it does, and it's one of our things. Is like we've never forgotten it. We, we had that quizzical moment of like. <laughs> what? And then hysteria. Did I hear you right? Yep. Yeah. Now, 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 did he own it, or did he try to say, "Oh, like you know, I I misspoke"? Or no. Oh, he owned he meant it. it. Yes. He meant and Jerry, the Jerryisms come out <laughs> so much, and you know what stays, what happens in Ely stays in Ely. We don't do anything bad. We don't hurt anybody, or you know, don't do silly shenanigans. But we do have some fun, and that guy has some things that come out of his mouth that we're like. What? <laughs> Those are the best. <laughs> it's it's awesome. It's I mean he's he's older than us. He's sixty six, and he tells us he's told us a few years. He's like, this is one of the things I look forward to the most every year, and we're like, absolutely. So I've been absolutely. breaking it down. I've been breaking it down in the back of my head as you're talking here. I feel more like I do. Is that what he said? I feel more like I do now. That just sounds like a, a statement of uh, being very present in the moment. That that's that's a good way to do it. I like it. I mean, that's as far as I can take it. I yeah, <laughs> I think that's one. And of being th- content with it. Yeah, and that's kind of what I try for, what I aim for when I go up there is to just, you know, kind of what I want to do this weekend. A lot of is get rid of these stupid little black mirror things and put it away, keep it in your pocket, whatever, and just, you know, yeah. zen out as much as you can and be in the now and just bring yourself back to center mm-hmm. you know no i'm i'm big on that we took a trip to mexico um this was shit damn maybe three years ago now to mexico i don't know i'd have to get with morgan on that i'm not sure it's a while i need to go back but um it's in the middle of me kind of shutting down my my first business and i mean i still had employees i still had a lot of stuff going on but I needed to disengage. Like, I needed a break. I was at the point where I just couldn't take anymore. Yep. And so the, and the, the trip was not for that, but it happened to coincide with that. And when we got there, I put that cell phone in the hotel safe, 
And I swear to God, I didn't touch it for like three days. And it was it was the most peaceful feeling. Yeah. And you don't realize how attached to that damn thing you are. And there were plenty of times, we so we, you know, left the room, went out to the pool, sitting there chilling, just hanging out. And I was trying to feel more like I do now, uh-huh. you know? <laughs> See? You're using it. <laughs> it works. I was trying to be kind of present in the moment, but I kept having these moments where I'm like, I need my phone. Uh-huh. I need to check. I need the emails. I need to, what's going on? Did I miss a call? And every time that would come into my head, I'd just have to, nope, not doing it, you know? Yeah. But it, it took a little bit of practice. It took me probably half a day, maybe a full day. But once I finally let go of that fucking phone, I was able to really enjoy what was going on because now I'm present. And I I think that's probably what those devices do to us. It kind of takes us out of the moment. You think about people at concerts or out on trips or whatever, they're constantly, I'm guilty of it too, taking pictures and videos and dude, just enjoy it. Yeah. Those pictures, yep. those videos are not going to mean shit to anybody else. Just enjoy yourself. Yeah, capture your memory. I mean, if you can, if you want to, I guess, and maybe a couple of memories and then put it away. And just but I think what happens oftentimes what I see is they capture the memory and then it's, "Oh, I have three alerts on here and two notices here and whatnot." And then pretty soon you're literally heads down for 20 minutes on your phone and it's like, "Whoa. Okay." Yeah. You know, where'd that go? And that's one of the nice things that I really love about Jerry. You know, Dan and I, Dan's younger than me, but he's 30-something and, you know, I'm... child. Right? I'm almost 42, but (laughs) we're both younger, and Jerry is not on his phone. He doesn't even... I don't... Wait, he does have a smartphone now, but it's only been like two years, and before that he had the flip phone, and we loved it. It was yeah. just like, this, okay, it, this is classic. This just to f- summary, summarize this perfectly. When we, when I coordinated this trip with Dan, which Dan was the one who brought this back up to us this, this fall to like, hey, dudes, when are we doing this? Come on. Jerry started an email chain. Not a text chain, an email chain. Yeah. I mean... He doesn't text. <laughs> He's like, I'm not texting. I don't know. I will email you at night, at 9.30 at night. That's when I will email you. That's when I do my emails. I'm not going to sit there and text. And I'm like, you're my fucking hero. <laughs> I love you. I want that. Well, and I think that's that's kind of professional language, too, because, like, I've got people emailing me to, like, come on the show, uh-huh. be a guest. I guess I should say it that way. That uh-huh. sounds better anyway um but i'll i'll include my phone number like text me call me and then they won't they'll just continue to email me which is fine yeah um but i will say that thing you tried to get me to do for this trip trello yeah i just couldn't figure that bitch out well it was just too (laughs) much dude so easy i get it i get it but like to an idiot like me a knuckle dragger that that's a complicated order it gave yeah and they it gave me anxiety okay it gave you anxiety <laughs> it gave me anxiety not having it in front of me <laughs> in a visual i'm very visual yeah if you haven't been able to tell like every time we get in that car i need to know where i'm going right and when i don't it bothers me it's like yeah. i don't i don't know i don't where am i where am i going like yeah i don't know wherever you you're going though there you are 
There's another fucking t-shirt. <laughs> Dude, you did it on a recording, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I didn't come up with that. Oh, you didn't? No, that's oh. a thing. But somebody's not put that on a t-shirt? I'm sure it's on a shirt. Everything's on a shirt. You can make a shirt online for six bucks. Wherever you're going, there you are. There you are. So, I maybe this is because I have the bike, and I've, I've been on a bike since, like, 2011, uh-huh. off and on. Motorcycle. Right. Yeah. But I'll look at the map for wherever I'm going, take a look at it, take a couple mental notes, and then I get on that bike and I just go. Oh, okay. That but, gives and, me more insight. And then if I get lost, I'll just pull over and look at it again. But yeah. for the most part, and if I take a couple of wrong turns. Okay. So this was, you know, we got some serious rain like a week ago. Uh-huh. I was driving the bike in that back from <gasps> my mom's house, who lives basically in Springtown, all the way back down to uh, White Settlement. And I looked at, I, she just moved. These are roads that I'm like semi-familiar with. It's pitch black outside. And it's pouring down rain. And I'm on the bike. Um, and so I look at the map. Okay, cool, got it. Get on the road. And instead of going from Springtown to uh, White Settlement, I end up going Springtown to, like, almost a White Settlement. And then, oops, back up to Azel. <laughs> so for people that don't know, that's, like, a huge horseshoe. I made a big, dumb mistake. So instead of a 30-minute trip, I had an hour trip. Because I, I just kind of deleted my progress and had to start over from Azel. In the rain? In the pouring rain. Did you have rain gear on that yeah, thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But my mom just moved into a new house and she needed help putting a bed together. So I, I, I've got a busy schedule. So I'm like, screw it. This is the only time this is going to work. So I ran up there, put the bed together. I'm like, all right, I got to go. I was at my mom's for maybe an hour. She's like, it's raining. I'm like, ah, I have a motorcycle. I knew what I was getting myself into. Yeah. It's long. And, and for those of you that don't know, if you have a motorcycle and it's been raining for 30 minutes, you're good. But if it hasn't rained in like six months and there's just a light mist in the air and it, or it just started raining, you don't want to be on the road. Yeah. Because that oil starts to kind of come up out of the asphalt and gets really, really damn slick. So that first 30 minutes, you don't want to be on it. And even after that, you got to watch out for areas like in front of uh, intersection lights and things like that where cars park and run and sure. the oils drip down off of the off of the engine so you could just easily lose the traction not be able to stop but other than that as it. long as you've got vo- visibility you're good you're gold you're okay there's there's not a traction issue now those back roads that I was on I came through like four different low water crossings so I started slowing way down mm. and I'm looking I'm like okay I'm good like it, it hadn't been raining long enough to screw up the little low water crossings but yeah anyway why the hell was I telling you that um because you don't need the map on your phone to know where you're going there you go but sometimes it don't always work out <laughs> <laughs> I got the GPS for the conversation too yeah you do Ooh. get us back on course <laughs> All right, one talent. Let's let's stop recording. We've had enough fun with this. I like you know what is. I was thinking about this while we're talking. This is the best way to have a conversation with somebody because we're a hundred percent engaged. You're in my head, right? You know, we've got the we got the headsets on. This is hands down the best way to have a quality conversation with somebody. Have you ever tried doing this where we both like connected and yet you can't see the person? 
Ooh. Like over a, say, telephone? No. Like literally if I just went around the corner. Why would we do that? I don't know. Hmm. Do you think it would be as no. effective? You think there's some... I think some what would happen would is lost? you would try your idea and you'd like be around the corner and then five minutes into it, you'd see me like peeking <laughs> around the corner like, hey, <laughs> you get lonely. Hey, Andrew gets I lonely. I hear your voice, but are you still there? <laughs> I don't like it. I, I like most of your ideas, but that is not one of them. <laughs> it wasn't an idea. <laughs> it you, stop it. you stop it. You stop it. I'm scared now. <laughs> I love how you can be just brutally honest. I like most of your ideas, but that was not one of them. <laughs> the truth All be right. the truth. Oh okay, my God. so we'll pick this up again later today if we feel like it. If if not, we're we're just here to have fun. This is a good intro. It's going to be a fun weekend. No pressure. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I think I have to poop again. <laughs> okay. Ending on that note. <laughs> All right, Fort Worth Roots. Thanks for joining us. Remember, you can leave an MP3 style voicemail. <laughs> it's on every phone. Even the flip phones have them. Just email me, media at fortworthroots.com. Did I already say that? Uh, you did now. Peace. That's the wrong one. Let's not do that. <laughs> I can cut that out. Hold on. There we go. All right. Bye. Do it. Bye. There we go. All right, Lucas, how you doing over there? I'm good. All right, so let's start with the water thing. That was pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you were saying that there's been tests that show that water that travels through city uh, pipelines with right angles in it, that the water gets restructured somehow? Yeah, so water is malleable, right? I mean, the, the way that it organizes itself uh -huh. is something that we can do something about. So stuff like the right angles is, is not that important, not that significant. There's way more significance of getting good clean water. Yeah. So it's still interesting though. That's crazy. I didn't yeah. Know that. Yeah. Well, it's so the test that I was just telling you about the, the rice, the rice one is a really easy one to talk about the the programmable the programmability of water. Right. There's another one that's the the snowflake test that a Japanese researcher did. That's fun. But this one See is easy that. one that anybody can do. You should make a big bucket of rice, put it in three different jars, and seal the jars. Okay. Same rice. Same rice. Three buckets, three different rooms, ideally. And to one of the jars of rice, every day, go in for 30 days. Every day, you go into see. Well, so every day, you do the same thing for 30 days, however long it is with this study. To one of the buckets, you give love. You say nice things genuinely, like you really like have this experience where you're like em em emoting love, kindness, gratitude, positive, really like high level sort of like uplifting sort of things. The second one, you do the opposite. You do, you're mean to it. You give it your anger. You give it your upset. You put all you, you shame it. You put all that stuff into that bucket. The third one, you ignore. Don't even go in there. What happens is the one that you're giving love to stays like it looks like it's edible. Yeah. The one that you're giving bad stuff to turns black. The one that you ignore goes green. It's just left to its own devices and the, the natural whatever's in the, that thing takes over. Does this need to be cooked rice? Or? Cooked rice. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. Have you tried this? 
not personally, but it, there's so many people have done it. There's probably a hundred YouTubes you could watch of people doing this. That's we, old. That's old. We got to do this. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> the other one that you can do if you've got a microscope that's small enough is if you can. Um, this is the snowflakes of the Japanese guy. It's not snowflake. It's something with he, the way that we speak words into the structure of water and the water. It's. It takes on structures based on the language, but the language is the symbol, right? So there's two elements with the, the languages, the frequencies of the sound mm-hmm. that are, are we're making. with. That's where all the cones, that's where all the chanting, that's where all that stuff comes from. That there's ancient wisdom around how these sounds that we've been making for how many of millions of generations, right? That have efficacy in the field, right? So that space, you could see it, the structure of that in the water. Yeah. Right, that sound feel, but there's also the energetic to like the tie. If I say love, or if I say hate, or if I say Boris Yeltsin or Ronald Reagan or whatever, right? They have like these structures to those. There's the, the phonetic, right? The sound of that hitting, but then the meaning behind it is that like energetic structure yeah. to like how people feel about that thing, and it's all a symphony beyond that point. But I've heard these like the one you're talking about with the ice crystals that yeah. change shape yeah. based on different language that you use with it. Have you seen this, Lucas? No. It yeah, the studies like a bunch of people have done this. Yeah, and it's a real thing. Okay. So, you, so that leads me back to this point about good water, yes. <laughs> right? Because this water. is all fun, cool stuff. That stuff's like we know now that there's like machines that you can get that ionize your water. They don't just clear it, purify it. They don't get all the stuff bad, but they give it a charge. Your body uptakes so much more of that liquid, right? Mm. And if it's water that's living. It's water that's actually healthy for you. It has a positive benefit to upregulate your system as well. So all the things that are taking and using that water, it's helpful, right? Same thing with good food. If you're eating standard American basic run-of-the-mill stuff from your corner store, right? Andrew. That there's probably very little nutrition left in that thing. Yeah. Um, and what's more, it's not bioavailable, right? It does. It's not easy for your body to take it and use it. Yep. So most of it just gets pooped out. Yep. Yeah. Right. Um, and then, of course, what you do take, again, is charged with those frequencies. This is, yeah, there's so many different ways you can go into that stuff that you're putting in your body. But another one, since we were talking about breath work earlier, is the breath that you take in, the way that you take in that breath. Most yeah. people take in short, shallow, anxious breaths into their chest. Yeah. They never actually settle into a calm Buddha belly. This is Andrew. I'm taking a deep breath right now. But the, the thing is, we have a... a couple of psychotherapists that we like to interview heard. Uh, as, yeah. as much as possible we were yeah. actually with them uh, yesterday mm. and uh, Jana talks a lot about intentional breathing and yeah because it, it is a problem and and you you don't realize what you're doing to yourself but you're not using your lungs you're taking those shallow breaths we all do it <sighs> no, so I feel like I need to breathe a little bit yeah <laughs> so just like what you <laughs> did this is a fun one just like what you did mm-hmm. that's usually what people do when they think about oh, I gotta take a deep breath they go <gasps> that's not good for your body really uh, it's yeah. not that it's not good it's just not ideal well, you're right? right it needs to go through your nose right ideally in and out through your nose yeah. ideally rhythmically and this is all uh, science you can look up heart math institute is the one of the big pioneers that I like to follow and what they do is that this uh, even it's a parasympathetic breathing is called heart rate variability breathing okay and so you're you're actually practicing your diaphragm like instead of being like (gasps) into your chest right or like breathing it in your belly it's a real subtle gentle and it takes time to practice it to even feel that sort of edward norton got this down in hulk yeah did you see that Uh -uh. he's like sitting there like controlling the hulk 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing, like diaphragm breathing. Yeah. So all that's about nervous system. Yeah. All that's about the frequency that you're emitting into your auric field. So like all that aura stuff is real. Mm-hmm. The aura is just like the perception of the lens that you're looking at and electromagnetic field that we're all giving off. That's what people get upset about all this 5G stuff and way worse stuff than any 5G, right? All of the electricity running through our walls, all of the the built things that we, you know, we're walking on rubber all day long. We leave our cement houses and get in these rubber plastic cars and go get in another cement, but we never actually touch the land. Yeah. My feet never actually touch the earth. Yeah. <laughs> And that was me till I was 35. You know, the last time I went running through the backyard, I got dog shit between my toes. <laughs> <laughs> Cautionary tale, everyone. <laughs> I agree with you. There's probably the something to that, putting your feet on the on the earth. There, there's a ton. And I don't, watch I, out for the dog poo. <laughs> you check that yard before you go rolling around, right? How, how old are you, Jeremy, if you don't I, mind me asking? I just turned 45. Oh, holy okay. shit. You do not look 45. Thanks, I thought man. you were younger than me, dude. No, you're in amazing Seriously. shape. Thanks. That's why I'm like, I'm, I'm, I would love to sit here for 47 hours and just listen to you and t- try to digest all the stuff you're saying. And mm. I'm not going to pretend that I know and understand every bit of it. But I told Andrew this morning, I'm like, you know, if we are lucky enough to get to talk to him, I'm going to try to take in and apply as much as that man says. Well, wow. and, and you're not. I, I mean that. <laughs> like, so. yeah. You're saying good, valuable stuff, too. And like the breathing thing. I had totally forgotten about that. We talked about that with Jana a long time ago. And I'd been kind of trying to practice it. And then I'd heard it on the, the Rogan podcast. They're, they had a guy on talking about. He had done an entire study just on breathing through the nose because yeah. the, it's it's important to do that because you have a whole system inside uh-huh. your sinuses and uh-huh. your head that that mm-hmm. are supposed to slow down, cool, filter all that air. Andrew, dude, it's also a performative thing. Your, if right. you look into your VO2 max, if you can work like when you're working out, if you can keep breathing through your nose, oh, huge benefits the, for your cardiovascular. And that all guy that. cited all those studies too. All that. It was it's like rad. It, it was something like a 15 percent mm-hmm. increase in athleticism for these mm-hmm. top level athletes really oh yeah just be, just by changing their breathing habits and all, yeah, go, go ahead, ahead. No, i was no, just no. gonna say all that's about i get so passionate about this all that's about a general upregulation of things so when we get into this sort of athleticism i parallel that to the, the work that i do i call it is being an empath uh-huh. right? this label that i'm taking a hold of and saying like this is an ability to feel your feelings to feel these electromagnetic flows in your body to feel the sensation of the wind on your skin right the heat of the sun on your face right all, all these things, the, there's common things that we don't even think about anymore breathing is is one of these things that are habits that we get into that we get used to we get used to pain we get used to discomfort we get used to structures that don't support us right yeah. the, all the things that we could go into about that but well you know um, I, I remember kind of a, a negative stigma attached to people that you know, living out on the, the earth and, and kind of living a hippie lifestyle and, and saying things like like you know we don't need to be in these buildings we need to be outdoors and enjoy the earth and things like it's factual now and science is starting to come around to that kind of stuff like the breathing and the being in touch with nature mm-hmm. and getting away from these buildings and the toxins and the the vitamin D issue that's that's been a hot topic lately people talking about vitamin D that's just because you're not going outside enough mm-hmm. i mean for the most part yeah. some people have a serious uh, uh, what do you call it deficiency, deficiency. Yeah. yeah so but that's genetic yeah 
your code is like kind of the blueprint and then the way that the, your body expresses that sort of like sheet music like the way that you're playing that symphony is what you can move mm-hmm. right so there's a certain amount of like up regulation down regulation you can do this system so people could talk about my vitamin d regulation is like in down regulated or whatever like that or i'm coded for like low production for vitamin d I don't, I don't get out into the sun so I better supplement all that stuff it's kind of like these blanket statements like almost all of us are low in vitamin D folic acid all these sorts of mm-hmm. like common things in our culture because yeah. of the, the the larger system that's like that ain't moving anytime soon we're immersed in plastics and that's yeah. not going away yeah. in, in a minute right mm-hmm. that, that's like cultural you know everywhere you go so certainly that space of individual sovereignty that we can step up and say like I'm gonna step into my breath work practice I'm going to step up into this space of really looking at the things of like just being present with what's there, man. Just start wherever you feel comfortable. There's a million places to start and it's infinite. The things that we could look at to, to work on this longevity issue, to work on this quality of life, right? That they, like one of the cool things that there's a red conversation going on right now is the idea of lifespan versus health span. Mm-hmm. So people think about all this genetic stuff. It's like, oh, we're going to live to be 150 in nobody's business. Like, I don't want that. I don't want to be, you know, this old decrepit person for the last 75 years of my life. And that's not how it's going to work. You're like you're talking about me being 45, not looking like I'm 45. That's going to be it. Like, oh my God, you're 70. You look like you're 50. Yeah. That's going to be the thing that starts happening more. The thing with that, though... Out of what, though? What's going to make that happen? It's more behavioral. That's the yeah. biggest piece, is like people that have the ability and the support systems to shift their lifestyles. And I think that's the, the, the point to me is this opportunity that we have with this right here, doing this, having this conversation to get this awareness about. It's none of the... And there's no the one thing. Yeah. If anybody says it's the neurology, we have to really understand how to get ourselves into theta brainwave states. and <laughs> That's part of it. Not that that's yeah. not it, right? The breath work and the meditation and all these things. It's like go with whatever you feel the 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 stones to get into to make a difference to shift something in you right that i'm taking this piece and i'm taking i'm i'm shifting this that's mine right and so just adding value right coming into that space and just the awareness piece of things that we don't even know right it's like not just saying like oh yeah that's evil that's wrong it's not evil buildings aren't bad <laughs> they yeah. just have an impact on your environment. If you have too many impacts, it's going to leave you uh, a little fragile. Yeah. And so when you do come across that thing that comes in your system or that thing that you don't want in you that is forced upon you, whatever, how available are your systems to be able to handle that? Is it sinking so the ship? We, and we, we need to take time to mitigate what we can in areas that we have control over. Like you said, societal things like plastic aren't going anywhere anytime soon, but we can work on our breathing spend a little time outside Mm -hmm. do some things yeah better water i i really am a big advocate for that like i I will not drink tap water anymore um as an adult i think i decided i just i'm not going to do that i'd rather drink bottled water than tap water so but i try to stay away from that too and (laughs) i've got a five uh five stage filter at the house and it's still a plastic pitcher yeah but it's in, and then it's in the cup. It's a so there's, cup. There's, so. Yeah, the, with the water, that's, that's a, it, again, thing, uh, the way I like to talk about it is, like, what are the biggest bangs for your buck? If you're going to put yeah. your time and energy yep. towards the thing, what's a, what's a cool thing you can do? The, the three things that I talk about is your fuel, your sleep, and your movement easy body up regulators, right? If you're, in, and with that fuel, like water, breath, and food. <laughs> sources all day long right that space of like understanding that your breath is the most valuable precious resource that you're feeding yourself 
most of us aren't like we're breathing conditioned air all day long mm. and we never actually go breathe the wind hardly yeah we go f- like they get right. in that same space yeah. of like going from environment 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 and soon we'll be teleporting and then you don't even have to <laughs> yeah. barely change it you just go directly right <laughs> i haven't been outside in 30 years <laughs> <laughs> yeah Bro, why would you if you could right, right? just teleporting one yeah. building to the next well in like the air conditioned air you're talking about uh, you ever see one of those commercials for those people that do the duct cleaning? It's disgusting what we've got in our houses that we're breathing. Like yeah. The only filter that you have is the filter going into the system. I mean... But everything between the blower, the air handler, and, and the vent that the air is coming out of is, you know, there might be a half an inch, inch of, uh, of shit. Dead mm-hmm. skin and bacteria and mold mm-hmm. and it's all up there. And that's what you breathe. <laughs> It's a it's a balance. I mean, that's what yeah. the the cool thing, and I'm picking up and hearing from you. It's not like you have to make, uh, you know, you wake up on a Monday and everything you did on Sunday is different. It's a balance. It's finding a balance. And like you said, the three things. Um, oh my gosh, fuel, fuel, sleep, movement. Fuel, sleep, and movement. And maybe one week or one month you pick one and you focus on that and you make those significant changes and maybe within that like you were saying within each one of those you focus on something different each week and then the next month or however much time you make another change and we're so patterned we're so patternistic as humans if you can do something for what is it 21 days they say 21 days so the cool new research which is kind of where i was going to go with this next one is that your emotional programming the 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 charge you have associated to a thing has a determining outcome to how quick uh, you can change your behavior okay the emotional attachment to it uh yes and so the emotional attachment to what you're letting go of and the uh emotional programming you're putting to what you're going into i.e if you're totally wrapped up in something you like i'm not quitting smoking i am i'm a smoker and i will be it's taking me to my grave right that you're gonna that's a lot of stuff you got on that right yeah you're not even willing to look at it invested right yeah (laughs) you're identified with this role right um so if you don't have that it's really like man i'm done i I really i've quit 27 times and this is it i'm i'm complete right the benefit in that is if you can put something else in its place because quitting is charged with resistance mm-hmm. and if i'm creating resistance that's a negatively charged experience and not optimal for our beingness right if we have something that we're passionate about where there's like i'm i'm building this building and if i smoke a cigarette it takes out the three bricks that it took me i'm, I'm making this up no, right I but it's no, yeah that's where game comes in and that's what we're talking about down in the meadows yeah. if i can create a game where i have a new role that's based on my authentic childhood archetypes that i'm playing raw versions of my highest acceptance of self and then I activate that into a me where I'm contributing. I'm a part of something that's happening. We're doing together. That is, that's the sticky sauce right there. That's well, let's let's sauce. talk about this place real quick. Cause <laughs> I, I don't want to rob you of this beautiful sunset that we're about yeah. to experience. I'd like to get up on the deck. Um, but I want to talk about this place and your role here. And, uh, Jeremy, what's your last name? Coaster. K- Coaster. Yeah. K O E S T E R. Okay. Do you yeah. do social media at all? I'm on the gram and the Facebooks. Okay. Yeah. Cool. YouTube. I you got subscribe YouTube? to my YouTube channel. They're already, they're subscribing to it right <laughs> now, aren't you? I just Unless launched it. Uh, yeah. I'm doing all these like a uh, really fun little teaching things out there. So. Okay, cool. Yeah. And, that and, is cool. And w- I mean, do you, do you have a title out here or is this, this is your home? I live here, yeah. 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 So this this place is called 13 Acres Tribe, 13acrestribe.com. We're kind of in between Dripping Springs and Bee Cave. Perfect. 
And it's 23 acres of a valley. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful Texas Valley. Yeah, it's a kind of hill country, you know, the east side of the hill country. And this looked really cool online, but it's way cooler in person. <laughs> I mean, y- y- y'all might need to take some more pictures or do a video or something because it, it looks kind of limiting on online, but it this yeah. is this is really something. You guys are getting early access. This is months old. I don't think, it, you know. Really? Oh, this is oh. this place? No, no, no. Oh. That access oh, down okay. there that we walked oh, into the meadows, yeah. the woods, yeah. yeah, was just, there was nowhere to go. Yeah. It was just dense woods the whole, before we got open, well, before I did that work, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we have a team. There's 10 residents living on. We've got the 11 Airbnb glamping cabins. There's another side to it that's called D6. It's a wedding venue. And so we have this big, huge, pr- and hundreds of camping. I mean, how many people do you think we could camp down in those meadows, right? Oh, my oh gosh. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and a couple hundred. Yeah. Easily. There's a whole <laughs> other dome over there that people could camp on that's a good, you know, tennis court size that, that we could put people on for camping. We could, we got 50 beds on property so just like that space of creating these immersions creating these events creating uh, retreats we got our first one on November 5th okay just, that's pretty sold it's out it's only so. a few Fridays away yeah. yeah yeah we got camping spots left very cool <laughs> how'd right, you get hooked up here how did you find that how bro so serendipitous yeah. uh, I've been doing this work now for about 15 years and I was working with uh, you know doing some contract work for behavioral management sort of stuff biometric meaning making um, structures and things like that doing some corporate training <laughs> for this company we were looking for some event space the lady is a landowner had followed me from my content on the, the Facebook and I uh, saw her link and so I was looking around for event space connected and then that shifted and I was like ah, I'm not looking for event space I need a place to live <laughs> so all that work just kind of like naturally fit here That's and so our cool. visions lined up and I've had three of my friends move on to be residents and very cool it's all it's all expanding well it's really I genuinely appreciate your time jeremy thank you for doing this with me um usually these will go as long as we want them to but i want to cut this short and let us enjoy the sunrise uh, sunset that's beautiful but uh yeah um anytime you want to get some get some information out there just just hit me up and i'll i'll find you online here yeah, in a minute yeah. and i'll make sure we have the connection perfect yeah cool love to do this again all rad, right rad talking with you fellas <laughs> yeah what, what what's the look Nothing, nothing. Okay, I thought I saw a look over <laughs> no. there. I, I saw a look, too. Luke is giving me some side eye. <laughs> all right, Fort Worth Roots, thank you all for being here, and we'll see Jeremy real soon in the near future, hopefully. Yeah. Blessings, all right. guys. Blessings. Sweet. It's been confirmed. Lucas was 100% giving a side eye, and I don't know what that was about. Lucas, what was that about? Stay tuned to the very end. I'm going to play a recording that he left me. It's ridiculous, but I'm glad he did it. Thank you, Lucas. (laughs) Man, uh, so Jeremy Coaster is... uh, my new hero i don't know he was just a really chill dude we approached him like hey man we're gonna be doing this recording you want to jump on this with us and he obliged tried to get him to do it in the tent then we're like no the tent as cool as it is there's still a tent why don't we just do it out here on this uh picnic table so we ended up doing it out there and i was in a super rush to to get us out there on the deck so we could uh they've got this big yoga deck and they do yoga out there every morning and uh at night you know as the sun's going down you can get out on that yoga deck and watch the stars and watch the sun go down and 
as we're sitting out there looking out over the valley just in, just taking it in this fireball this uh what do you call that is it a meteor is it a meteorite i don't know what the technical term is for it but this ball of fire comes blazing out of the sky lucas is the one that catches it because he's got you know quick eyes and we all look and there's this ball of fire breaking apart right in front of us and drops off into the valley somewhere it's really cool this 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 place is uh, i don't want to oversell it but it's a really sweet little spot uh, 13 Acres Resort or 13 Acres Tribe. Uh, 13 Acres Tribe, I think, is more prevalent on social media. But if you're looking for a sweet little spot, Airbnb style down there, that's 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 worth considering. Uh, maybe maybe you're into uh, big uh, fancy hotels and stuff. But if you're if you're looking for something a little outside of the normal, this is a cool little spot. So definitely worth checking out. Uh, Jeremy, man, thank you so much for doing this with us. Lucas, thank you for doing the whole weekend with me. Uh, he uh, loaded up all my gear and his gear and in his car and and brought it down here for me. I mean, went way out of his way to make this happen. It's really cool. Very cool weekend. Glad we got to do it. Thank you all for listening to this. Don't forget to look at the show notes so that you can see where uh, I've, I've put some entries in there for Jeremy Coaster so that you can look up what he's got going on in 13 Acres Ranch or Resort. I just I just call it whatever pops into my head, I guess. But it's there. I'll have the real name in the show notes. So next week, we've got Andrew and Jana, uh, psychotherapists out of Bee Cave, which is just west of Austin. And... Uh, that was one of the primary people we were trying to come down and see. We had actually lined up a bunch of other stuff with some other return guests, and it fell through. 50% my fault. So, <laughs> um, we're going to take another stab at it. We're going to try to get down there and, and see some more Austinites, some of our guests from previous episodes. And we're probably going to end up camping right there at uh, 13 Acres. So, that'll be cool. I know that's going to be a pretty sweet deal. And maybe we can time it where we're doing something uh, alongside one of Jeremy's events down there. That would also be cool. At any rate, thank you all for being here. I will see you next week. That's it. Bye.
and Drew of media at Fort Worth Roots. So, I gotta tell you, sir, I've listened to you for like 44 episodes talk about this media MP3 email. I've heard you say that so many times that I could probably recite your script. <laughs> so, and every time I hear you say it, I'm like, uh, you know what? I should do that. I should do that. Here's the deal. Here's my podcast schedule. I thought you'd like to hear this because it just kind of came to my mind today. My podcast schedule. I should probably take my gum out, shouldn't I? These are the ramblings that uh, some people apparently like to hear. I don't know who those people are, but we do like to hear them. Some people do. So my podcast schedule on a weekly basis. Monday, Fort Worth Roots, Andrew Turner. If I finish that episode, then it's on to Tuesday, Bilber, the Monday morning podcast. So every time after I hear you going on at the end of the episode about the media at Fort Worth Roots. Oh, damn, that's a serious accident. This is fun part of driving while you're uh, recording. Goodness gracious. All right. That looks no fun. You talk about the media. So the next thing I hear is, Good morning, everyone. How are you? I can't do a Boston accent. I don't think I can. But anyway, Bill Burr comes on. And I love Bill Burr. I love him. I know you love Bill Burr, too. But listen to this. I finally, finally bought in to the Bill Burr commercialized Bill Burr. That doesn't sound right. Finally got me some MeUndies. It was a fun day at work trying to figure out where MeUndies were. I had to walk around and ask three people, Hey, have you seen MeUndies? Yeah, I did. And then, when they got there, because I guess they were already there, they were just delivered downstairs to the uh, handy-dandy little thing they call the mailbox. The receptionist, lover, Laura, calls me and she says, Hey, Sam is bringing your underwear back to you. Yep, they didn't let it die. But they changed it from me undies to the underwear. I was like, you got to keep the marketing going. It's a brand thing. MeUndies. They were MeUndies. They are MeUndies. Maybe I should do a a spot for MeUndies. Like, review them or something. I don't know. Send it to Bill Burr. How you doing, you dick? (laughs) That's that's how you address Bill Burr. (laughs) Now, actually, he prefers the uh, much worse salutations. But in any case, I just thought that, you know, I keep saying I'm going to send you one of these files time and time again in my head. It's out loud in my head, but it is in my head. It was finally time to uh, let you know that Bill Burr and the Monday Morning After podcast follows Fort Worth Roots. That is how much the Andrew Turner and Fort Worth Roots means to me. So, I think that should, uh, qualify for something. But I don't know what it qualifies for. Man, don't ask me. It's like, uh, you know, an extra point when you're up by 35, you know? What the fuck difference does that make? That doesn't make shit. Alright, that's it. That's all I got. 
I'm out. I will talk to you later. Bye.